Ladies and gentlemen, the Kansas City Police Department is under investigation by the DOJ for the police employment practices for racial discrimination. Wow, this is so shocking. This is this is so shocking. So shocking in America. This can't be true. Can't be true. <laughs> Oh boy, here we go again. I'm going to go ahead and play some audio for you. And this is on the Kansas City Star. DOJ investigating Kansas City Police's employment practices for racial discrimination. The U.S. Department of Justice has launched an investigation of employment practices of the Kansas City Police Department to determine if the force engaged in racial discrimination. In a statement, Police Chief Joseph Maven said the department was notified Monday morning by the Civil Rights Division of the Federal Investigation and that the department was cooperating. It is the policy and practice of the Board of Police Commissioners and the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department to provide a work atmosphere free of actual or perceived discrimination and harassment, Maven said. I am committed to ensuring every member experiences a safe and fair work environment and every applicant receives fair treatment throughout the hiring process. A Department of Justice spokesperson said the agency would not comment on the investigation. In a letter obtained by the Star, Kristen Clark, Assistant Attorney General in the Civil Rights Division, said its investigation is based on information that suggests KCPD might be engaged in certain employment practices that discriminate against black officers and applicants, including those that have a disparate impact based on race, in entry-level hiring, promotions and assignments to detective, in imposing discipline, and by maintaining a hostile work environment. Just a quick word from our sponsor. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stokey of Auburn Woodwork helped her team by 63 circular saws. Okay, Annie. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. The news comes months after the Star published a series of stories examining allegations of racism and harassment within the police force. The newspaper found that the number of black officers was lower than it had been decades ago, that black officers were disproportionately disciplined by KCPD, and at least 18 officers had left because of racist treatment over a 15-year period. The Department of Justice investigation will be conducted by the Civil Rights Division and the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Missouri. It is important to note that we have not reached any conclusion about the subject matter of the investigation. Clark wrote Monday to KCPD's attorney and Attorney General Eric Schmidt. We intend to consider all relevant information, and we welcome your assistance in helping to identify what that might be. One story is part of the STARS investigation told of Irv Robinson, a black detective who believes he was racially profiled by two of his colleagues. The stop was caught on dash camera, in which his colleagues can be heard calling him a dumbass and a retard. I might have been taken down to the ground. I might have been shot, Robinson, who is now a sergeant and since sued KCPD, told the STARS. I might have reached in my car to get my ID to prove that he was a police officer and been shot. Another story told of Titus Golden, a black officer who fought against a policy that he believed showed clear racial discrimination. The policy required officers to be shaved during the pandemic so their masks fit. Black cops who said they needed to keep a beard for medical purposes were disciplined, while white officers flouted the policy and wore beards, Golden said. It reminded me of the double standard that this department has between black and white officers, he told the star. They were wearing their beards proudly, like there was nothing wrong. I instantly got very frustrated. After learning of the investigation, Golden on Monday said it's a blessing to see this. 
If only they would listen when officers are getting treated differently. It wouldn't have to be like this, Golden said. If us black officers are getting treated bad, I can only imagine how the community is being treated. DOJ letter on Kansas City Police Employment Investigation by the Kansas City Star on Scribd. Civil rights leaders elated. Gwen Grant, president and CEO of the Urban League of Greater Kansas City, which was also among the groups requesting a pro, said she was thrilled to learn of the investigation. We are elated. We are extremely hopeful that this investigation will set us on a course for transparency, accountability, equity, and justice, Grant told the Star. We hope this employment investigation will expand to include excessive and deadly use of force patterns and practices as well, she said. Laura McDonald, executive director of the Metro Organization for Racial and Economic Equity, which has called for a Department of Justice investigation, said she hopes the investigation points to the changes we know need to be made in this department. Specifically, there's a pattern of systemic racism so pervasive it even impacts black officers, she said. Citizens of this community experiencing the impact of this racism have had little recourse short of lawsuits, which we all pay for, when they do get results. In a message posted to Twitter, Mayor Quinton Lucas said he was canceling a trip with the Greater Kansas City Chamber of Commerce to attend a more recently scheduled meeting of the Board of Police Commissioners relating to the search for a new police chief. I know much is occurring today with KCPD, Lucas wrote. I hope for more public discussion soon. This story was originally... Okay, so you heard that. All the discrimination and hiring and discrimination against black officers being treated one way, white officers being treated another. But isn't this police departments nationwide? You know? But it must have been pretty bad for the DOJ to step in and start an investigation on the Kansas City Police Department. But I'm not surprised. We had a situation on one job I was on where every time there was a layoff, they would just lay off any of the black people within their group. And all of the white people kept their jobs. They got sued for that. They got sued. And they had to come up with a settlement for all of the black employees that they laid off. So I'm not surprised that they were disciplined more because that, that tends to happen a lot. I've, I've, I've heard and I've had friends that got disciplined over some silly mess on jobs. But, you know, we're always their intended target for whatever, you know. But I'm not surprised, but I am a little surprised that the DOJ is taking this on. I, I think um, this is not the norm. Usually, because I know the whole time William Barr was in, he wouldn't do nothing to these cops. He wouldn't know what was going on, but he didn't use his office, at, you know, the DOJ to go after anybody. But Merrick Garland is, and like many of you have said this is an election year and i think it has a lot to do with that because this is not the norm for the doj to investigate a police department for discriminatory practices yeah it, it, it's the election coming up it's the midterms i mean that's the only thing that comes to my mind but y'all please tell me what you think about this story you know you're going to always see stuff like this as long as these folks are in charge. You know, this is their norm and they want to keep it this way.
Oh boy. And please leave your comment and subscribe. Don't forget to hit on the notification bell and I'll see you on the next video. Peace, family. Ladies and gentlemen, this article was a little interesting. You know, sometimes when they have toys and it's geared towards, you know, black children, I always try to look at the toys and just learn about them. So this is a black owned toy company and they launch what's called a naturalista's crown and coil fashion styling headset on Amazon. And I'm going to show you what I was able to find on Amazon on these dolls. And I'll get to that after I go through the article. So uh, Purpose Toys launched a product with its Naturalistas line. This is a doll honoring the world of Afro Day, September 15th. The Black-owned toy company created a new styling head. Uh, Naturalista's Petey Deluxe. This is a crown and coil styling head. So I'm going to show you this on Amazon. All right, so this was the styling head I was able to find on Amazon. It's the same that you saw in the first picture. It's just the hairstyle is different on it. So this is what it looks like. This is a black owned company. This was just recently launched. Um, and if you're looking for something like this for your child, it's really not that expensive. I'm really surprised it's like $30. All right. And here's some of the different screenshots they have. It has 4A texture hair. Okay, that's really not bad. And there is another one, ladies and gentlemen. All right, here's the second one they had listed on Amazon, the Naturalistas Dana, the Luxe Crown and Curl Fashion Styling Head. This one has 3C texture hair, 19 accessories, and some more pictures of it. Okay, it's not bad. You know, we don't see this quite so often. Now, you know, Amazon did have other ones, but they were not by this particular company that just started. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, the CEO 
uh, Purpose Toys, Eating Right Ward, created the Naturalista's Doll Line and said in a press release that the company aims to represent never. The Naturalista CEO also noted that the new styling head was created for children with type 4 hair and the kit includes 20 accessories with an educational tool that teaches natural hair management. With the crown and coil set featuring 20 cultural uh, hair accessories, namely on a signature crown, an Afro pick, and a crown, braid barrels, and other styling um, tools for the hair. You know, so they want children to experience this as they're growing up because, let's face it, we do spend a lot of time on our hair, and that's true. So with Afro-textured hair being a distinct identifier, our hair and styles are more than simple trends, but a unique representation of our incomparable culture. Wright Ward also noted her partnership with Amazon for the new crown and coil style head. With the support of Amazon and the exclusive release of crown and coil naturalistas, uh, so they said, you know, they want to make history as being the first all-black cultural-driven fashion doll line to not only center and celebrate children <coughs> with coily and curly hair, but also highlight the beautiful, beautifulness of natural black hair. So the styling heads retail at twenty nine ninety nine, which is really not bad at all when you look at the price of a lot of toys out here and features distinctly uh, black natural hair textures and culturally familiar facial features. The Naturalistas line also has styling heads for 3C hair texture. I think it's a great idea and I like the fact that it's black owned. Y'all, please tell me what you think about this particular toy, would you get this for your daughter or granddaughter? Let me know in the comment section. Please leave your comment and subscribe. Don't forget to hit on the notification bell and I'll see you on the next video. and gentlemen, you know, this next story that I'm about to tell you is the racism in the mental health industry. So 
black psychologists are going to give an insight of what it's like. But we know it's what, come on, this country will die before it lets go of any racism. They, they won't do it. So, you know, I'm not surprised that it's in this industry, but it's not a good thing because there are many that are mentally ill, you know, real mental illness, not the kind you suddenly have because you got caught committing a crime. I'm not talking about that. <coughs> so, as clinicians, we are expected to provide therapy, motivate, encourage, and advocate on the behalf of individuals and families struggling with mental illness, trauma, and the challenges of life. Many of the families we treat are both encouragement. They need both encouragement and hope, yeah. However, it's difficult to inspire others when we are losing or have lost hope due to racism within the industry. Many of us will never advance beyond a certain point in our career. That's true for many careers. You know, it, it really is. And, or receive a comparable salary to individuals that are not. You, they're talking about salaries that go to non-Black employees. So... Yeah, I mean, this is how the industry runs. It's fueled on uh, racism, and they make sure we never get the salary that somebody else that comes into the office and they just happen to be white. They could have a similar background and experience, but they'll still get a bigger salary and get promoted faster than you. The actions that are used by companies to prevent or limit opportunities for the professional growth of African-Americans. In fact, they are so subtle that if you have not experienced them before, they can be difficult to detect. If you have experienced it before, you are more likely to ask yourself, am I seeing and feeling what I think? I'm seeing and feeling. All right. So according to research based on an analysis of the member account maintained by Jobs uh, website, African-American mental illness clinicians make an average of $46,982 annually the lowest average salary of any ethnicity tracked by the company. In contrast, Asian mental health clinicians earn the highest. They make 53691 Now, those of you that have gone to college, if you went to college, you've seen Asians cheating all through college. And because they pay so much money to the college, they turn and look the other way. But they'll get out and get ahead of you. But they'll cheat through the entire four years of college and beyond. 
We've all seen it. Okay, black therapists are expected to play nice, be team players, and keep their mouths shut for the sake of not being perceived as common. <coughs> we may hold higher degrees than our supervisors, have more experience, and will train the individuals that will eventually make more money and climb the social ladder ahead of us if we even allow to climb the ladder. Well, in many cases, you're not. You know, this is why so many people within the black community created their own jobs and started their own businesses during the lockdown. Work-based gaslighting could look like a position that has been filled that you weren't aware was available, but individuals that look differently know the position is open, applying for a position and not receiving an acknowledgement of application, never receiving an interview or receiving an interview that repeatedly gets rescheduled due to time conflicts on the part of the interviewer that is ultimately canceled and an announcement for hire is sent out to all staff in the email. Mm -hmm. I, my uncle, who I frequently talk about, told me, because he used to work um, for the bus line down there in um, Florida. It's one of the big ones down there. And anyway, he wanted to become a supervisor. He said he took the test and they just told him he did not pass the test and he said something inside of him knew he passed the test so he was asking to see his results they didn't let him see the results but they picked a white person to be the supervisor never showed results even when he requested to see the test results so he took the test again he did eventually become a supervisor, but they stalled him and made all kinds of excuses and put it off. But finally, there was a position open and he went in HR and said, this is mine. You're not going to post this job and give it to anybody else. I passed the test fair and square. That job is mine. And they gave him the job. But that's how he had to be. He had to be aggressive. They really don't like promoting us. Let's be real. They don't. They don't want to see you that high up at all. So I'm not surprised they made all kinds of excuses. It is the typical thing done all across the board. But at the same time, they'll talk all that diversity stuff with you or you'll get in a, a meeting and diversity this and diversity that and the office is practically all lily white. <laughs> I've seen that too. I used to sit there chuckling to myself. I was like, these people, are they trying to play somebody? Diversity. You can count the black employees on one hand. 
what diversity. So anyway, unfortunately, people that are not in the field of social, behavioral, and mental health, you know, may not understand. But I think we do understand these things because, you know, no matter where you work, you have seen these things happen, you know, where they're very particular about who gets promoted and they never seem to pick the best person either. It's just the person that looks just like them. So um, people may not be aware that there are gatekeepers to success and advancement. We try to build our clients while being diminished simultaneously. Ironically, mental health professionals are encouraged to meet the client and uh, meaning providing individual care for their unique experiences as it relates to diagnosis, race, culture, socioeconomic status, etc. To put it plainly, we are expected to understand and take into account the nuisance of individuals' behavior and lived experiences. What others fail to see or refuse to see, we have no choice but to see and experience how many other people can say they were hired based upon their phone interview, in-person interview, resume, or experience, only to show up for their first day of work and everyone else is asking, why are you here? <laughs> and why are you here? I know what you're thinking. If they interviewed you, you shouldn't, shouldn't they know that you're black? The short answer is yes. I was interviewed along with a woman that shared the same first and similar last name. My work experience was more expansive than hers I was told via the phone that my selection for the position was made, my resume, my degrees. Uh, uh, uh. I should have taken the hint that something was going on. When the black delivery man that made his drop off of packages to my office on my first day, he appeared shocked. I was recently hired by this organization even responded in a whisper. I didn't realize they hired people like you, like me, for your type of position. I sat with my mouth open. Um, so she was like, uh, was, when he finished delivering the package, he said his final goodbye, be safe, sister. Grappling with what I was told by the delivery guy, I began to think back on all the stares I received from other staff members when I entered the office earlier that morning. I was then presented with a large back computer, kind of what you see in 16 candles, instructed to create an Excel worksheet. I couldn't figure out how to use the computer. 
hit the on and off button and other staff had modern computers. Okay, well, there go your hint right there. So they gave her the old raggedy computer in the office and everybody else in the office had an up-to-date computer. After trying to create spreadsheets for several hours, I would include current clients. I was asked to come into the boss's office once I entered the office. I noted I noticed there were two resumes on his desk. He, he was asking me to verify my name again and employment background seemingly shocked. He kept saying, so this is you? This is your resume? Responding yes. And she was wondering why he was asking her these questions. Why? You don't know who you hired? And she proceeded to walk back to her desk later that day. I was informed um, that I was terminated. She got terminated? Wait. The first day you started the job, they terminated you? What? So she got terminated and unable to use the computer issue to her, um, to her satisfaction. On my way out, I saw I was supposed to be. Um, my desk is clear and a new computer was being placed on it. 